Hello there. My name's Mark, aka the Canardian, and this is episode 56 of the Holocron Chronicles. I'm joined, as always, by the yin to my yang, very appropriate for the shirt he's wearing right now, Charlie Mother F and Carden. How you doing tonight? I'm tr- I'm good. I'm trying to scooch up. I'm, I'm about to move into my new studio where I'm going to be right. have the camera up a little higher. But it, it always negate. I always try to dress in something that kind of stands out, and this one is just there. You go, yin yin. You got. Well, I almost yeah. fell over. Um, old yeah. shirt that I st- stumbled upon. That my, my it was my wife's, but she's been shrinking, so she uh, she's not Ant Man, uh, but she's been losing weight, so she gave me the shirt back. So I like this custom piece a friend of mine made some time back. But I'm good. I am good. Monday night. We're on we're on Mando Eve. We're we're in the thick of the Bad Batch, the best uh, I would say the best season they've had yet. But this is only the second season, so you know it's very common that a second season will be better than a first season because they're kind of built on momentum. But we're gonna be talking all about that. And we got we got a triple threat this week. We got a two parter, uh, ba- and then the first part of it was backed by the one that Mark has been waiting for ever since that first trailer because it is fu- it has Fuzzy Buddy in it so much so that you jumped out. And I haven't listened to it yet, but you did a little uh, Patreon special talk about Gunji, didn't you? I did. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. But first, I want to introduce our guest returning guest appearance by by Louis, a.k.a. DinsJarin327 on Twitter. Uh, Louis, welcome back to the show. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. You know, I've been looking for the opportunity to come back. Had a great time last time. So appreciate you guys having me on again. I, man, I appreciate you saving us. We had a guest uh, drop out at the last minute. Uh, you know, parenthood happens. Uh, I understand that 100%. I've had to reschedule shows like 10 minutes before they've aired and uh, or before we started recording. So I 100% get when that kind of stuff drops in. But, uh, you know, luckily we had a couple of hours and I just put the call out and and you answered. You came in swooping like a, like a Jedi Knight and saved our butts. So thank you Whatever so much. Yeah, absolutely. We blew, blew, blew that, that Ewok horn. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> Came right came out, of the, the out of the thicket, thickets of the woods of Endor. Exactly. So like Charlie said, uh, we do have a Patreon now, uh, Secret Friends Unite Patreon, not just for this show. It's for all the shows. We're all doing bonus content. Uh, Charlie's got uh, like bonus shows coming out the wazoo. I, what did I make? Like six logos for you or I, something? You're just, you're, you're on a I mission. have, I I do. I have three different shows. My my regular program has to. It's called the Facts of Geek Life. Uh, we're breaking down a classic season of a classic show, just a handful of episodes with a rotating series of guests. I started doing a bad movie commentary like once a month with my wife. We had our first episode dropped recently, and we have an interview show. Uh, where my main show is Code Forty Seven, our Star Trek show, where we've had Star Trek guests so far, and we've had some great ones. Starting off with Doug Jones, the famous Doug Jones, that was amazing. And we're going to be transitioning into doing in-depth breakdown of Star Trek characters. Captain Kirk will be our first one when we get around to it. But oh, it's just it's it's just been fantastic. And we've had people signing up. We've got eight people who are on the level with us now, uh, in mm-hmm. various uh, investment levels with our Patreon, who are making it possible. We're just so very grateful. Yeah, it's growing at a, at a decent pace. I'm really happy to see the the growth and the the uptake for what we're doing. Uh, and and like Charlie said, my latest episode. Uh, I'm kind of going back and forth on a, a few different kind of ideas, but basically I want to supplement what shows that I do. So between this and co-op mode, I'm either going to be talking about video games or Star Wars and getting a little bit more in depth. So we're going to go 
with a review of the episode of Bad Batch that had Gunji in it today. But if you listen to that Patreon show, I go a little bit more way more in depth than what we're going to be doing today with who Gunji was, why he's important, and especially talking about his lightsaber and how it inspired my lightsaber design that's just behind me right there with uh, Brylark wood and just the overall kind of like uniqueness of Gunji's lightsaber and, and why that's important and a little bit about the material that he used and uh, some other inspirations of some unique lightsabers that... Uh, so it's a, it's a little episode chunk that uh again way more in depth than i think we're going to do in the review today but uh it's it's fun stuff and and again for the video game side you know for the episode that's going to drop this week from for canardian's canardian's corner which is the name of my show um you know todd and i talked about the recent nintendo direct but like very quickly and i'm going to get more into that and like you know some of the games and the breakdowns of of different things that i've been checking out and uh and the importance of what they announced so uh it's really fun it's cool to do those little breakout shows and and stuff so if you want to support us on patreon you can go over to patreon.com slash secret friends unite and uh throw a buck our way everything helps and uh if you can't help us out financially which is totally understandable and 100 fine you still get all of these normal shows uh, regularly dropped and we're going to be sharing some of those extra shows just to give you a little sneak peek so you're not fully missing out uh, some of them will be kind of like early releases like your Doug Jones interview you're going to release that to the public after a certain amount of time so everyone kind of gets to hear it right um, right right so like some of its early release some of it is a hundred percent exclusive to the patreons um, and uh, yeah so you know sharing helps uh, sharing the show if you like what we're doing just uh, you know, hit that retweet button. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, uh, Louie, what's new? What's new? Actually, before what's new, since we are on the topic of video games, and I know you play the Oculus, I actually was put on recently to, I didn't even know that they had this. It's a mod on this game called, uh, I think it's called Contractors or something on the Oculus. They have a Clone Wars mod. All right. So you're essentially playing, it's Battlefront. All right. And oh. it, I am terrible at it, but it has been a great time. Um, Murph on uh, on Twitter, he was the one that, that put me onto it. Again, okay. I'm terrible at it. It is not an easy game for me. But, you know, you're running through, you know, Battlefront 1 maps, Battlefront 2 maps. You know, I was playing in the Death Star the other day as the clones, you know. It, and it's funny because it's Star Wars, all the fans in there, you know. If, you're, if you spawn as one of the clones, everyone's in there for the Republic. You know, you're playing as uh, as some of the droids and, you know, Roger, Roger, Roger. That's all you hear the entire match. So, so definitely, yeah, definitely recommend that. It's a great time, even if you're not good at it. I say that from experience because, again, not good at it. So, uh, no, that, that was great. And I figured you you might like to check that out. And you, we could even hop yeah. on because you, uh, you can play online with it. So. Oh, great sick. time okay great I'm gonna time have to ask you a little bit more about that I'll, I'll dm you like the how do i get it kind of details uh that's really yeah. cool thanks for sharing that man. yeah that's absolutely awesome. but uh yeah um, so i started kind of playing that recently um i actually i so i started got back into printing i had to you know take a little break because you know work and life and you know things but then hit a snag you know my computer just broke i'm using my work computer right now hopefully oh, no. You know, hopefully, don't see this, but uh, using my work. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I was. Uh, this is what I was. I was building uh, Rex's helmet, and this is how far I got. Oh, and uh, no. it's just 
back of it, it looks like a bell, old Bell Sergeant Lexia helmet. So that <laughs> oh, I'm thinking you know, no I do something with it. I might just, you know, just keep it like this and then. Well, exactly. You know, yeah, it looks like, or like what Buck Rogers were, because we, <laughs> we, we did a Buck Rogers on my show on my Patreon recently. So, yeah, yeah same props, because it's the same prop maker. <laughs> I just uh, printed this from, you know, the Inquisitor's mask. But, nice. you know, so was having fun with it, hoping to get a, I'm going to buy another computer probably either this week, but, you know, just. Diving deep into some Star Wars, you know. Yeah. So you do pretty. Where, where, where in the country do you live at? The East Coast. I'm, I'm in Boston. Yeah, Boston. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Lived any closer? I'm always looking because I'm going to be outfitting my new studio with more helmets and stuff. Yep. So I know we might need we, we we might need to be speaking about that. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I need to get into. I got two printers at this point, but one no computer. <laughs> so. And I couldn't download right. the software on my work computer. I can do this, but <laughs> this cool. is the extent. Right. Right. Going through a web browser that's already installed is one thing. Doing yeah, yeah, right. So if anyone from work is listening, this is just using Chrome. I'm doing yeah, yeah. No, no installs. That's why we use Zencaster. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, just saving your ass, you know. That's, uh, <laughs> um, do you? I can't remember. Do you? You don't. You you're doing that just for fun, right? Do you, do you sell the stuff that you 3D print uh, at that all? Like once you get kind of get back, yeah, yeah, goal? yeah. That's the goal. Um, like I said, I have two printers at this point, and you know, I just print out like some like knickknacks and stuff. Like these are pretty cool, you know, like some like statues. Nice. Uh, I don't know what my other ones are for, but you know, some lightsabers. I printed uh, the lightsabers up there. You know, this is Vader's lightsaber. So they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. I'm I'm hoping to be able to to get them. The goal is to print every character's lightsaber and get them signed. I've gotten Moff Gideon to sign it. I've gotten Ahsoka. You know, Ashley X to sign it. Um, but I just awesome. love collecting stuff. And you know, I've printed some yeah, like man. random stuff, like Beskar ingots, like just Amazing. yeah. I remember seeing never have too many Star Wars things. You know, so absolutely. Absolutely. So I I just saw uh. Actually, speaking, and I forgot to list our patrons. Jeez. Uh, so Sean Nias, actually, the, the, he was just printing, uh, printed an Obi-Wan Kenobi lightsaber, uh, yep. which he said he was going to send me. That's really, really cool. Uh, and some stuff for Todd as well. Um, so, again, thank you to, to Sean. Hello. And Stella. Thanks, Sean. Uh, I like Yeah, Scott. just uh, ignoring ignoring Charlie completely, which is uh, which is perfectly fine. Uh, also, I have to thank sure. Missy Merchant, uh, another one of our, uh, our BFF tier friends. Uh, Jamie Prinkley on the best buds list, um, Brendan Myers, John Sadorf, uh, and the Phoenix sisters cosplay on the, uh, the friends with benefit list. And, uh, I'm going to give a shout out cause I don't think we have to even the friend zone, which, which you don't get an episode or a shout out every episode, but, uh, Joanna, um, Des Daskovich. Joanna Deskovich and uh, my go. my very good my very good buddy Derek Trevilian, who is a, yes. he's a figurehead with me. We we help each other collect Star Wars figures in particular. I'm always bird dogging for him. I find a big old stack of clearance at a Target. I'll usually I, I brought him six uh, vintage series X Wolves recently that were like seven bucks each. So I take care of my friends, and he takes care of us. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So it's great. Great to see the sport. Sorry. I forgot that uh, at the start of the show. Uh, back to Louie. Okay. Um, I know we went through your Star Wars origin last time. It was just yep. in October. So we've only had a few episodes since then. Hopefully people have either heard that or can go back and hear your Star Wars origin. Uh, but I wanted to come up with a new question 
and I know you were <laughs> racking your brain before we started recording. So I came up with this. I'm going to ask Charlie first to give you a little bit of time to, to think this one through just in case you haven't settled on one yet. But my question is, since Star Wars is basically just constant suffering, tragedy, uh, you know, Star Wars is always pain. Uh, kind of wrapped in a laser sword and killer poncho candy coating. If you were in the Star Wars universe, Charlie, what hilarious way would you die? You know, I'm going to go the PG-13 route. Sorry, Henry, if you're listening. So earmuffs. I think I would I would be involved in some kind of Ewok uh, Wookiee three-way and somebody would get jealous and I get ripped in half. That's what I'm thinking. It'd be it'd be hilarious to someone else, but I would be ripped ripped in in two like Deadpool was by the Juggernaut. You know what I mean? That's basically what I would have in line for me. Okay. What can I say? Well, I did it. I did. I did it for the Wookiee. Would yep. it be? Would it be one of the participants or a fourth member that that wasn't included? <laughs> I mean, no matter what, it would be too late for me. Just a just a hut walks in is like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah just rips. Yeah, right. Out. I, I, how could you? We've been in counseling. You said we were past this. Oh, terrible, terrible. Amazing. Yeah, um, man. I'm gonna. So I'm gonna go with. Uh, I was thinking at first, kind of do like the, the the Luke Skywalker like looked at a lightsaber and and luckily it didn't go off and end the trilogy right there. But uh, I was kind of thinking about that one, just like you know, cleaning my lightsaber and it went off and stabbed me through the face. Um, but I think based on my personality and my wife is convinced that this is the way I'm actually going to die in real life. So don't cry for me if it happens, but I'm going to say here, kitty, kitty, kitty to some oh, big yeah. animal. That's like way too big. So I'd see like a rancor and be like, Oh, come here little buddy. And I'd just get ripped to shreds. So that's probably the right. way I'm actually going to die in real life. Like I'd be like, Oh, look at that little thing that's on fire and it's a dragon. And I'd be like, come here, you cutie. And it would just eat me. And that's that's the way I'd go. It's a Ralph. That, that's a Ralph Wiggum scenario. Oh, the point. Oh, look at the pointy kitty, and it's a possum. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I've done that with a possum. Not even Joe. Like I saw that. I was just like, look at you. And it was like, it wasn't playing possum. It was like, I was like, and okay. The next tweet we saw kid. was Mark saying he was in the hospital with rabies. Yeah. <laughs> oh we we call this that referring to cats. Um, we call that yeah, a, a spicy kitty. The spicy, yeah, very <laughs> spicy kitty. Uh, and they don't, they're, they're not where I am. Like I don't have possums here. So this was, I, I was oh. out of town and I landed at the hotel and there's a possum in the parking lot. And I was just like, look at that one. Um, yeah, I think like, something I'm, I'm similar. stupid enough to chase like raccoons and wolves and coyotes and foxes and whatever. That Come here, you. <laughs> language. Um, but that's, that's just, I, that's who I am and that's what I do. Oh so goodness. there we go. Uh, Louie. Did you have time uh, to think if, of a stupid yeah, we, we just if we teach up that softball, go for it. Oh no, I appreciate it. If we're talking about realistic things, that could definitely happen. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, when when Darth Maul lost to Obi Wan, they were like, That would never happen. He'd never not take it serious. I cannot tell you how many times I've walked into a situation completely overconfident and then just <laughs> <laughs> the situation just not go high plan. But I think a funny way, I just feel like Every time something happens in Star Wars, whether it's a Clone Wars or ships getting attacked or something, everyone's always prepared. What if you're in the bathroom? What if you're in the bathroom, someone <laughs> shoots the thing off, bathroom just goes flying off into space? What do you, what do, you do then? What do you do then? I, that would absolutely be the worst way to go. And then they find you're my right, you're, up, you're right in the toilet. toilet. 
<laughs> in orbit. Well, wasn't that that was uh, one of the bits and like what I've always felt was the most exciting space portion of any Star Wars was the first two minutes of Episode Three, where they're flying through and stuff is blowing up, and that last shot before Obi Wan before they pull back they, that long that pulls back to Obi Wan and Anakin, you see a piece of debris shoot from one. Sh- to another, and it's a toilet that smashes into another <laughs> ship. And I swear yeah, to God, look it up. It was me sitting on it. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I regret nothing. <laughs> Everyone was blowing oh, something up that day. <laughs> <laughs> there was a slow mo like Dave Chappelle in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh yeah, this, my goodness! This went better than I expected. This has been dumb ways to die. Bro. Wow! Uh, Whatever the oh hell you're, you're expecting, I, I I don't even want to know what you're expecting. Uh, fantastic! <laughs> I'm trying to now. I'm trying to think. I'm like, what could you eat that might act as a propellant? If you did, like, you know, just hold your <laughs> breath much, and just like, kind of like, you know, too, I ate too much blue milk taco, I and I'm of, just, you know, yeah, um, blue milk Shrotska. and spice. <laughs> so <it's> like, yeah. <laughs> Some space that, uh, that, and just like that, your way back to the planet. Yeah, that uh, soup that Grogu was eating that had the had the the, the, the octopus in it. That's what it was. The, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, spicy yeah, yeah. soup. Yeah, that's uh, this this has been fantastic. Thank you guys for indulging. Um, dumb ways to die. I think I'm going to keep going with this. Uh, so look forward <laughs> to it right. next episode. There we go. And now we have to Charlie. We have to think of new dumb ways to die every week, or maybe we just ask. Oh, you guys, bet. No. Maybe we'll, 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 see uh, yes. we'll see how it goes. Uh, let us know if you're listening. Let us know your favorite dumb way to die in uh, in the Star Wars section of our Discord. You can join that in the show yes. notes and uh, yes, or in, in Linktree in my my Twitter profile or anything else, and uh, and join us and share your your favorite Star Wars dumb ways to die. Um, now, speaking of people who set themselves up weekly for potential disaster but seem to always r- remain unscathed uh let's talk about the bad batch we've got no it's like it's like it's like a sitcom to uh, what was <laughs> to that get into crazy situ- it's like a sitcom huh? we're getting into crazy yeah. situations but in 22 minutes we're just fine <laughs> that's it well yeah the, so far unscathed um charlie you you mentioned at the start of the show we did get uh, a triple threat this week or yes this, for, for this, this episode, episode we yeah got, uh, we got the tribe on february 1st and then a double dip with clone conspiracy and truth and consequences dropped on february 8th since clone conspiracy and truth of consequences kind of go together let's talk about tribe first and uh, and talk a little bit about my boy gunji how excited yes. were you how excited were you for that like 15 <laughs> out of 10 like one of yeah, my cause... favorite jedi right and Gunji, just, just just real briefly, because uh, I had I had asked my wife April, I'm like, yeah, I feel like Gunji, like we've seen him before, because that was from the Clone Wars at some juncture. Was it from the first Bad Batch? Like, was it from that part uh, of it? I just, so, I, I, so from the Clone Wars, right? Yeah, yeah, he was in uh, he was in the Clone Wars. Uh, specifically, they were in season five, episode six. I want to say very specifically. Very specifically. I know he was uh, in the Clone Wars. <laughs> That's as specific right. as I know. <laughs> uh, he was. He was part of the group. There, there's a full group of Jedi younglings, and this is why I love this arc so much. Is because it has lightsaber lore in it. Finally, in canon, mm-hmm. which is very, very important, as I spoke about again in uh, in that that video that I just released. Um, so he's with a, a group of other Jedi who are taken to Ilum. 
uh, oh, with, with yeah, Yoda, yeah, yeah, with yeah, Ahsoka. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're taking trying to their, find their, <laughs> and they're trying to find their, their Kyber crystals. And uh, Ilum was also featured in uh, Jedi Fallen Order after kind of the fall. Uh, so you get to see it a little bit on the downturn. And then Ilum, the last time we saw it, was getting blown up because it was turned into Starkiller Base, which bye sucked. Bye. Um, Boo. so Ilum basically the sacred planet Wait, for the Jedi. What? Which, yeah. <laughs> you never knew? Yeah, that was, uh, that <laughs> yeah. was real, that, they even backed that up uh, in in an issue of uh the Marvel Comics run that's happening between Empire and Jedi. Luke's trying to go mm-hmm. around and check out Jedi planets. He pulls up on Ilum and sees what's going on and he nopes the F out of there. He's like yeah. turns around. Yeah. So they they basically took this like sacred planet where eons of 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 generations of of uh of jedi went to get their kyber crystal and and i mean it was like the planet as you as you saw in these episodes uh of the clone wars uh basically almost had a life to it because it could the the trials that it set out for these younglings to get their their kyber crystals were based individually so gunji was very impatient and to get his kyber crystal, he had to have the patience to wait till the lake froze over and then he can go get it. But you right, know, he can't right. speed now that up. You can't, no, uh, you know, you can't rush that through. So we saw Gunji in those episodes as very impatient and ready to go and then kind of tone himself down. And uh, they built their lightsabers uh, with uh, Hugh Yang, who was voiced by David Tennant. He is a droid, which I th- always thought was very cool that the, the Jedi who, uh, you know, were so racked in tradition and stuff but like also kind of exclusive to like if you don't have force powers gtfo uh but they <laughs> let this mm-hmm. this droid basically guide these young ge- generations of jedi through building the most important thing they're going to ever build which is a lightsaber um so you saw him put together his wooden lightsaber which was incredibly unique brylark wood is the only wood strong enough to basically withstand um the the heat and uh pressure of a lightsaber and a kyber crystal so uh, you don't see it very often uh again elemental nature lightsabers at galaxy's edge feature that kind of wood uh and so did did his uh design so always a very that's why i chose one of the reasons i chose that lightsaber is is because of gunji's design um so i freaking love this wookie wookie jedi are very rare we've seen i think two in canon uh buryaga and gunji that's it High Republic and this guy. So super important. And uh, it was awesome to see him again. Kind of sad that we didn't see the rest of the crew or hear about the rest of his crew, which they might have gone their separate ways to stay safe. You know, you can hunt down. That's, a that's putting it. That's putting it nicely. That's hopefully yeah, for the best. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Uh, you know, order 66 didn't turn out well for a lot of Jedi. So uh, it, I hate to say this, but if, any of them are going to survive. I'm happy it was Gunji because I don't know. I just have a soft spot he's, for that little. He's wookie. got he's got character. He's got character. Yeah. Also, yeah. yeah. well, um, nobody else was was very memorable, but Gunji, you know, his right. lightsaber, mm, everything about it. <laughs> Wookie Jedi youngling. That's that's going to stand out. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Uh, so basically, here we we kind of catch back up. Um, they they meet on. The, the Vanguard axis for a job until uh, Omega meets Gunji, who's being uh, a little bullied by the cartel captors. And uh, 
the droid she, cartel too. <laughs> the droid, the droid cartel. Exactly. And she kind of realizes this is this is some bad stuff. So she helps right. him out, and uh, they they basically say, "Okay, we're going to get you home. Let's go." And that's the whole kind of mission for this. And and we know the Empire uh, does not treat Kashyyyk very nicely, which is the home planet of the Wookies. So they're already kind of in their takeover period of of the planet. And uh, we see Trandoshan mercenaries working for the Empire and the Empire in general. And uh, yeah, it doesn't go well for them because they're up against the Bad Batch and Wookiee Jedi. All right. I friggin' loved every single frame of this episode. What did you guys think? I've, I've been gushing for like 10 minutes about how great this is and how great the character is. Uh, Louis, what, what about you? I will tell you, I love Kashyyyk. Um, I- more Kashyyyk content we get, the better. Everything about it, especially after playing um, Fallen Order, going up the tree. Uh, yeah. I think that place is beautiful. I love, you know, kind of like how you said about uh, about Elam, where it's, it feels like it's alive. You know, like obviously mm. you saw the episode where the trees were, they were getting their battle plan from the trees. You know, I, I just feel like that. That feels very much Star Wars to me, you know, like very much like they're in tune with the Force, even though they might mm-hmm. not all be you know, for sensitives, yeah. I think, you know, everything about that. I love the whole Trandoshans versus Wookiees. And for anyone who doesn't know, Wookiees and Trandoshans never, ever, ever have gotten along. Trandoshans, mm-hmm. Trandoshans hurt, uh, hunt the Wookiees for sport. And, you know, I love all of that. That's why we see it again in uh, in Book of Boba Fett, you know, with, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. in the well, Trandoshans. Right. So yeah. I would love <laughs> If you let him more. go, I will pay your whole tab. Yeah, yeah, right. Rips him in, rips him in too. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll just take an arm then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Just a little something to remember you by. Spice. Yeah, no, yeah. that was that was great. I thought it was a great episode. I love the Bad Batch taking us to, you know, a bunch of different places. But Kashik, I, you know, I need to see more Kashik. As much like I said, the more Kashik, the better to me. And I thought it was a great episode. Yeah, that's any anytime that you know, like what pick a Star Wars planet you'd like to live on thing pops up on Twitter or somewhere else. I'm always like, Kashyyyk, 100. Let's Kashyyyk. go. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's take my me to those tall like, Rorschach trees, baby, baby. Yeah, there's there's trees, there's wilderness, there's like you know the the Wookies always seem just like a great group. Um, and and then you know we saw in, in Fallen Order, there's still like water and. and Stuff. Oh, yeah, it's, it's still it's beautiful. Calcine, like how much untouched things uh, are still there that just yeah. right. breaking. I like climbing yeah. the trees and just sitting up there. And you, you bring up a really good point about being in tune with the force, even though they might not be considered a force sensitive group or, or whatever, but it's, I mean, there's definitely something there, right? It's not oh, like yeah. Avatar where they're like plugging their ponytails into a tree to talk to it. Like they're feeling <laughs> or the water. That we that we know of. That we know of. You know what? Like I said, you don't want to see what's under the fur and what they're doing <laughs> with the trees. And... But it's, no, thank it's, you. it's it is very much, you know, another group like the Night Sisters or someone else that's that's in tune with a certain part of the Force. Maybe not the first go to choice for the Jedi or the Sith, but you know, there's something there that there's more yeah. to it than, than maybe on the surface or that, that, you know, humans or other species really recognize, I guess is the best way to put it. So I like, honestly, I, I think it maybe is something to do, you know, they're, they're not advancing in terms of like technology and stuff, but I feel like a lot of that just gets in in the way, 
in, in Star mm-hmm. Wars, you know, where like they're too advanced, so they kind of you know forget. Like even when we see right. Han, where he was saying like, "Oh, I've traveled, I've seen the whole galaxy, and I've never seen anything like about you know the Force or anything." But you know, obviously, Chewie should have said something at that point, <laughs> knowing that they've been yeah. friends. But going back to you know Kashyyyk, I just feel like. They're like, well, we don't need any of that. You know, we've got everything we have right here. You know, we're just going to enjoy what we what we do have and then just be in tune with it. And uh, I think that, you know, people maybe think like, oh, well, it's the Wookiees. They're not they're not advanced, but they're advanced in other ways, which is clearly, you know, in terms of just being able to be in tune with their surroundings. And it serves them well. Yeah, it it, it illustrates um, something that drives home not only the heart of this, but again, uh, 28 minutes, 28 seconds talking about Star Trek, uh, how it's very endemic with <laughs> the different alien races, things that aren't humanoid, languages that can't be, be spoken. Now, in, in Star Trek, they have the benefit of everywhere, everybody wears a little badge. They've got a little widget called a universal translator. So everybody speaks English and can understand each other. But in you know Star Wars, it's not the case. You have you know completely alien languages, and unless you speak it, you're out of luck. So, you know, Han poorly speaks, uh, you know, Sherwood when we meet him, when they're in the pit in Solo, and then he obviously gets a lot better at it. Um, and you have translator, a translator droid is essentially uh, a universal translator, but it might have an obnoxious personality like R2-D2 or something, or like C-3PO, excuse C-3PO. me. Um, but you're right, they speak to the greater consciousness of the universe the force and in, in ways that have nothing to do with the spoken language so that's pretty sweet my biggest fear with gunji is that this is a this, this was a great story of you know the compassion of, of young omega because she's like we've got to take him home she's the one who rescues him we've got to take him home they get him back home and they, they fight this pitch battle with those slimy transoceans and they drive them off unfortunately now that gunji's back home in a planet that's under imperial control and we're gonna very shortly have inquisitors in the mix what's gonna happen to him you know what i'm saying yeah that, that's what makes yeah. me afraid yeah very much so yeah oh yeah, yeah I mean, because... anytime they get involved it just feels like you know it gets way worse yeah. for them and we saw in the clone wars anytime you know the clones or the jedi yeah. saved the village the empire was yeah. right there to conquer it so yeah right yeah, I mean, by the time we get to Rebels, we really oh, don't know yeah. who's around. Yeah, we, we yeah. don't really know who's around, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we, we know that Obi-Wan, and you know, as I've said, I, I hope they did they did with Obi-Wan. They're going to leave him alone now. They just leave him on Tatooine to see out the rest of his destiny. Um, but Yoda is chilling, doing his own thing. And we don't really, Ahsoka is out there somewhere during that, you know, uh, between episodes, you know, three and four. Um yeah, you don't know. You you don't know if Gunji didn't then somehow escape because all of all of Kashyyyk was outrightly uh, slave you know uh, slaverized basically. They were just mm-hmm. I mean you saw it you saw it in the solo film and you've seen it in, in various other uh, references. You saw it in the Star Wars holiday special. No, not really because that's not canon and it was ridiculous. It was not all Wookie you know space porn and stuff and songs by Jefferson <laughs> Starship. That's just not how that went. Um, but yes, I, I too feel for, for Gunji and, and want him to be safe. So I'm keeping my the, fingers crossed. The nice thing about it is we have plenty of time for them to tell us what happened yeah. because Wookiees live a hell of a long time unless something real bad happens. Uh, it's also right. very easy, I think, for the Empire to overlook Gunji unless he whips out that lightsaber. They're pretty racist. Right. 
you know, they, they're just going to be like, okay, it's another Wookiee. So right. unless, you know, unless he does something to kind of invoke an inquisitor coming there, he can kind of hide out as a, a shaman or leader or something and just chill as a Wookiee rather than as a Jedi. Right. Uh, I will say also, not seeing him on fallen order though mm. on Kashyyyk. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> it might not be a great a sign. It is a big yeah, plan. No, right. to, it, yeah, yeah, it is. Where, yeah. where he lots is, of, right? You know, it's uh, lots of tr- lots of trees to hide in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you know, you think think about it. If if Cal's running around New York and uh, and and Gunji's chilling in California, they ain't me. Right. You know, so no, no, uh, definitely not. But I do yeah, think that love, them being California so force attuned. I do think them being not force attuned, but just attuned to Kashyyyk is. Probably what's kept them from being able to be completely taken over. You know, we see again, we see the separatists there. We see the empire there. You know, everyone's tried to, you know, lay some claim to. I'm sure Kashyyyk is very resource, is filled with resources, and no one can actually mm-hmm. just fully conquer it. You know, so I think mm-hmm. that again, it plays to them. They one, they know where to hide. They know the environment, and I mean, if the trees are telling them what to do, and the trees are everywhere, and they're all connected, right. yeah. it's gonna be hard to beat. But yeah. And you see nature kind of take in too, like those oh, yeah. spider things were just like, okay, oh my gosh, you guys yeah, do a little right bit, out, we're going to clean up. Right um, out of Harry, po- Hot, whole, Harry Potter's forest, yeah, yikes. Yeah, you got a whole planet kind of working against the Empire, so it's uh, it's kind of neat. Right. Um, yeah, I hope we see, I mean, we, we know Chewbacca's, what, a couple hundred years old? Um, I think he's like 190, uh, right, or something like that, he's 190. He was at the time of Solo, so he's right around that. That yeah. age at this time and then yeah just yeah. add another you know 40 50 so in the, in the sequel time. trilogies he's uh yeah like you know pushing two at least if not two, over. uh so two two pretty yeah probably 250 so yeah 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 really uh gunji has a pretty long life he's a youngling in uh, yeah. in this right. you know, a couple of years older now but uh real real drop in the bucket for a couple of hundred right. year lifespan so i hope we can he, see him he, again. He realistically see him kicking around the, the right sequels of the sequels like he could be he could have been somewhere in that that starship armada that showed up in exegol and and just right we we haven't heard about there's a thousand ships that show up there and we've we've seen the inside of three of them i don't know (laughs) you know like it's as as long as he managed to escape the inquisitors and let's say for some reason he was at luke's school and hopefully he escaped that maybe he maybe he and grogu were together why not yeah right you know that's, he and Gro- yeah. he and Grogu are out flying another white T thirteen hundred class Carillion freighter doing the same doing the same deal. Little Grogu in his little car seat, moving <laughs> stuff with the force, you like know. That. And then Gunji's back there going rah, 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 rah. there. You know what? Boom, Disney money, not m- m- Disney money, please. I just gave you money. a million dollar idea. You're welcome. <laughs> I like it. You I can't really go so wrong. With hard. It. Yeah. Right. Post uh, Gunji and post, Grogu, the G, the G's, Star the Wars G Squad. That's the G squad. <laughs> they can make it work. Like this, this was a, such a great episode for me. I, 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 I loved it. And it led into again, um, a, a little bit more serious stuff, a little bit of heartbreak Oof. that I, we mentioned, you know, star Wars is always, uh, that kind of, that kind of heartbreak. So, uh, let's, let's get into the clone conspiracy and truth and consequences. I think we can bundle these episodes up together. Yes. Uh, Charlie, you want to give us a quick kind of synopsis of what's going on in these episodes? Again, you, yeah. Full spoilers. Uh, if you full spoilers, that yes, we talked about the Gunji episode, but these ones are exactly. a little bit more, important than, uh, you know, more flavor of the week stuff. So 
Go for it. Correct. So anyway, we are on Coruscant now. We're in the Senate, and Admiral Rampart, who's that just total scumbag that we've been tracking the whole series, who killed a clone to cover up his crimes, uh, uh, is in front of the Senate, and he's pushing the Military Recruitment Act, which basically would shutter the clones for good, and it would start the Military Conscription Act, which would give birth to the stormtroopers. Now, he's being opposed by a Senator Chuchi, who is defending the clones' rights, um, and uh, you know there's there's a lingering uh, narrative about what happened on Camino. Um, she's being uh, approached by a, a clone trooper named Slip uh, because his clone trooper friend Cade was killed by a mysterious sniper who was going to come clean up this material. Um, so it's it's a chase that eventually uh, we're going to get our boys involved, but that's not going to end up. Uh, happening till um, till part two, um, but it's a chase through. Rex gets in the mix. Uh, he saves Chuchi at the last minute and is the one who takes down this assassin sniper, who they find out is also a clone, uh, who also kills himself uh, with you know basically the cyanide tooth, but it's an electrical zap that he. You, you know what? That's the worst away. way to die. You're eating like some, a pizza or an worst. apple or something like that, and then oh, you bite too hard, and then boom, you're done. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, where you tooth. Yeah. You're like, oh man, deep dish Chicago pizza. <laughs> oh, that's a bad or lobster or something like something like, oh man, yeah, Maine lobster. You're like, oh, they flew this in from the other side of the galaxy. <laughs> oh. Um, but at any rate, yeah. Then we we get our boys involved in, in part two, um, and it turns into a heist. Basically, Rex realizes that the proof that they need to illustrate that Rampart story is a, oh, we don't know what happened on Camino. It just fell into the sea or whatever, I guess. It sucks, but whatever. I mean, we know that he he and his his Star Destroyers blew it all away from orbit because we watched it happen in the season one finale. So Rex and the gang, they get uh, on board uh, Rampart's ship, which happens to be in dry dock on the ground, very conveniently, uh, on Coruscant. They manage to get the data. Um, and they're, uh, they, they get it to the Senate in time. Chuchi is able to play this in front of the entire Senate and expose him. And then just like clockwork, Palpatine himself pops up and his little thingy, his little deal on the dais, and he says, mm, I'm so glad that the senator was able to expose this terrible officer in my army, but this is all the more reason uh, that this guy, he was so corrupt and he even ordered these clones and nobody questioned him. That's why the clones have got to go and we need stormtroopers that are just regular people that know the difference between right and wrong. And our clones figure out that, you know what, just like with the the whole Clone Wars, this was always his, he, he had this all lined up. He was he was two steps ahead of our one step. Um, so in the end of it, Palpatine gets what he wants. Obviously, our guys get away. But Echo decides to stay with Rex. He's going to stay with Rex and fight the cause. So there's this terribly tearful goodbye between Echo and Omega before our gang then moves off, you know, to continue with their own mission. So Star Wars heartbreak. Yeah. So a couple of things before we, I ask Louie how to, uh, your, your thoughts. When, when Kay was on a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about what we want from this season. She said she wanted to see Rex. Um, I said I couldn't wait to see Gunji. And uh, I forget who it was. I think it might have been me. But one of us mentioned we wonder how long uh, we, we would go if we would see one of the Bad Batch 
be be lost off. this season. Yeah. Um, I assumed at the time we were talking about seeing one maybe killed or something like that, but Echo choosing to leave was right. out of left field. I didn't see that, and I'm very sad we were all right about things. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is crazy, but Kay got, uh, her, her Rex appearance and that's great. And, uh, and then someone left, which I, I, again, right. did not expect, but, uh, holy, yeah, we're seeing that the bad batch crew may not be as, as solid. Uh, another note, we, we see Rex later and echoes not with him later. And that right. makes me sad. And uh, right. you guys are wondering yeah. if Gunji makes it through and it's like, well, did, what, what happened? Did it, does he go back with the bad batch and they all live happily ever after? Or does something very bad yeah. happen, happen to Echo? Yeah. <clears throat> when, and when it, you it, see, yeah. Like, when you see Rex and rebels, he's with Wolf and he's with Gregor and nobody yeah. else. That, that's and uh, so, like I said, my big mastermind yeah. prediction is, is that much like they did in, the current Marvel run in, in the first volume that they ended that took place between uh, A New Hope and Empire that Marvel published for the last several years, there was a double cross. They had a new ally who's like, yeah, I'm going to help you get the whole fleet together. Uh, and it was it was a complete double cross because the fleet assembled and then the Empire came down and wiped out, you know, 80% of them. I, I feel like it's going to mm-hmm. be something like this. Like, you know, maybe Crosshair's going to be like, I've seen the light, guys. I'm with you. Let's all get together, you know, at this diner on Coruscant. We'll talk about it. And then there'll be stormtroopers waiting there and blow them all away. It'll be the same kind of deal. Mm. That, that's what I'm afraid of. And that's maybe where we see the Waterloo of, of Echo and God, maybe all of them. Hopefully not Omega. I mean, they got to kill off Omega, right? She's, she's a kid. Uh, no. I mean, oh, of course, they, meet, you know. you got to meet Boba first, at least. Yes. Yeah, yes, big, exactly. big, big brother Boba. Yeah, you're right, because she's another unfiltered, with the exception of the fact that she's female. She's an unfiltered. Uh, on a, you know, regular aging clone with no yeah. special anything. So yeah, yep. that's what makes her so special. Louis, what do you think of these episodes? I will tell you, I love that the Bad Batch has taken us to a lot of different places, but this is the storyline I was waiting for. I want to see what is going on. You know, the transition between the clones to the to the stormtroopers. I would love to see some sort of, obviously you can't have the Camino uprising anymore because Camino's gone, but I would love to see, you know, some sort of clone troopers versus stormtroopers. I don't think we'll get to see that, at least not until like some big like war capacity, but I'm saying some fully geared clones against some fully geared stormtroopers would be incredible to see. I would love to see some. They're not going to go without a fight. No, I, I I don't think that they will either, but that... I wish that they would, but you know, even yeah, seeing you know a handful of them would uh would be cool. I'd love to see Rex and Cody now that we know Cody went AWOL. Um, I would yeah. love to see them kind of meet up and you know leading some sort of re- re- revolt, I guess. You know, some uprising, yeah, big squad. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the, the the first rebellion, the the clone rebellion. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. I'm hoping we get to see it. I really need to know, and maybe this goes nowhere, but. They were saying that that clone assassin, I mean, he, they said he wasn't a trooper, but, you know, what was going on? Why, why did he have his identity wiped, you know? Yeah, no idea. Yeah. I think this was the most menacing we've seen uh, the the Emperor, to be honest. Um, right. I had just finished uh, reading Darth Plagueis recently, so, you know, just... Mm. 
getting into all of that and seeing him, you know, develop into Darth Sidious. And then I know you've obviously, he looks very menacing in, in uh, the original trilogy, somewhat menacing in, in, in Rebels. But I think this was the first time, you know, we were able to see this is Darth Sidious and he is, you know, in control of everything. You know, he doesn't really care. And he plays the game like he does care. You know, he was even starting out, I'm troubled by, you know, finding out, that, you know, that right. part did this and that. Like, obviously, you're not. But, you know, yeah, everyone right. believes him. So he's got everyone in the palm of his hand. What a mystery. What a shock. Oh, yeah. This yeah. guy's like. <laughs> but, you know. He's like, I... oh, it's a mystery. I just, oh, we'll clutch the pearls. I just don't know what's happening here. Yeah. Uh, I think that this was the one of the most menacing moments we've seen of him. And seeing, you know, Ian McDermott come back for that, that's that's incredible. Yeah. And, uh yeah. I, I absolutely loved it. Like I said, this is a storyline that I've been waiting for. Um, just, you know, I, this Order 66 stuff, we're seeing clones starting to question things. You know, I would I, I need to see more of that. And I hope that this is the direction that we're going. Yeah. It feels bigger. It feels like yeah. it means something. Yeah. You know, as, and as much as I, and I've stated this, this season, for some reason, I'm very much enjoying the the mission of the week kind of thing because it's just Mm -hmm. it's fun it's exciting it's indiana jones it's wookies that you know it's yeah it's it's that fun stuff and i'm digging it but i agree this stuff i feel like it matters way more for the story of this universe it really 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 paints the picture a that yeah, it's it, we're we're seeing that transition from clone troopers to stormtroopers. We're seeing that Palpatine's playing chess, and everybody else in the galaxy is playing freaking shoots and ladders. Like they're not even on yeah. the same board. They're not saying that, like he's not two steps ahead. He's playing a different game, right. and no one else is even on anywhere close to that level. Like, and we're 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 seeing this, and apparently this is going to tie more into what's happening in the Mandalorian, and just like. So we're, we're, we're seeing these little bits and pieces that they're just dropping that's connecting the tissue of this universe and unraveling the bigger mystery while we can still get fun little stories about Wookiee oh, yeah. Jedi and, and stuff like it's mm-hmm. this season is just we're eight episodes in and it's like, damn, like this is just I, I like the longer seasons, too. I like the longer yeah, seasons, right. too. I've, I've been enjoying all the stuff. I do like to like how we're saying this you know, obviously, like the Kenobi, uh, the Kenobi season, and you know, just in general, original trilogy, prequel trilogy. That's a lot of you know, dark side, light side. I like how Andor mm-hmm. was more of like, you know, it's developing the rebellion through you know political means, you know, and through you know, finding money, you know, racking up all these uh, different things. And then I like how Bad Batch is giving us all similar eras or sim- similar timeline. But it's given us a different perspective, you know, light and dark, mm. a government type of, you know, coup, maybe rebellion. And then this one mm-hmm. is, you know, a militarization, like people, you know, the military starting to revolt. People are starting to revolt. Um, and again, I'm reading the Leia book right now. And that's a great book in case if you guys. Oh, are you talking yeah. about the, the uh, yeah. is the Bloodlines the one or what is it? The This was a Claudia one Gray one, uh, Princess of Alderaan. And oh, okay, um, I, I yeah, I've read one of hers, and it was great. It was set in the sequel trilogy, like prior to yeah. it was always fantastic. Yeah, and in this one, she's kind of you know she's coming into herself, where she's seeing that other planets are kind of starting to, or start systems are starting to like realize what's I going on. I have and, read that one. I have 
Oh, it's great. It's great. Um, but yeah, I love that the Bad Batch, it's like they're all giving us different pieces of how this all came to be. And then, you know, mm. what developed into the original trilogy. I've said this before, the original trilogy is my absolute favorite. And I'm, I'm loving that we're getting that, that we're, that we're getting to see where that all comes in. Absolutely. Excellent. Good stuff. So, fellas, uh, to wrap things up, um, what what do you expect for the rest of this season? We know, again, we know it's going to maybe you know tie into bits and pieces of of Mandalorian. Uh, mm-hmm. What else do you expect, Louis? What do I expect from this? Again, I would love to see some sort of clone uprising, some mm-hmm. Rex and Cody. I do expect someone's going to die in the Bad Batch. Um, mm-hmm. Again, just kind of going back to Rebels, we didn't see them either. We didn't see Echo. I am wondering if we're going to see some because this is this is what pretty soon after after Revenge of the Sith, right? Within a year, I'd yeah, say. within a year. Well, so they're saying still... now we're we're maybe two three years into it. Yeah, but we're yeah. still not yeah, even close. The season, like, season was kind of like you know during. Plus, you know, probably a year through the first season, right. I'm, I'm assuming. So this is, I'm, I'm going to guess two, two to three. So we're still what, like right. 15 years from where Rebels starts and where we see Rex right. again. Right. So I'm thinking right. Right. there would be no point in Echo leaving if, you know, he's going to die off screen or something. Maybe he dies in the Bad Batch or something. But if he goes with Rex and then we don't see what him and Rex are doing, then I feel like it doesn't really make sense unless we do see it in Bad Batch. It's a pretty long season, so we might see that. But I don't know. Are we going to get some some Rex and Echo spinoff? And if that's the case, what are they going to be doing that's so much different than this? But uh, I love some clones, though. Again, I would like – I'm okay with the show that doesn't have, you know, light side, dark side, where it's just clones and something, you know, like working against the Empire. So I'm hoping we get to see more of that. But – I'm loving this. Even Masa Amida, like, or Amida, however people pronounce it, but I think he's a great character. I think his development has been fantastic, and I would like to see more of him as well, to be honest. He hangs in there. I mean, reading his history, he hangs in there until the bitter end. He's removed after the end of Return of the Jedi, so he's he's there the whole damn time. He's removed and in prison or something. He has a whole bag. You have to go to Wikipedia. It's all all canonical. But Can't wait to I'm going to say, I'm going to say without a doubt, you know, good soldiers follow orders. There's definitely going to be those clones who tow the line. They're going to be like, well, they're, they're shuttering us. So I guess we'll go live in the old clones home or something. And there's going to be those that say, Hey, you know, F you, you know, we fought and died for this galaxy. You're not going to, you're not going to bend us. You're not going to all throw us out. And there's going to be a revolt. There's going to be open guerrilla warfare. Cause you're taking uh, an entire army of millions of highly trained soldiers in espionage and warfare and demolitions and space fighting and hand-to-hand combat. And then you're bringing in the new soldiers who are just probably a bunch of rednecks from places like Tatooine and be like, oh, we're going to fight the clones now. And it's going to be, it's going to be bloodshed. I hope Um, we see So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that'll be the real bad of the bad. And the, and the guys who are leading these, uh, rebellious clones are going to be our guys, but you're right. They're not all going to live. Echo, I think he's not going to live. Um, I mean, they may, they may all go, you know, I, I want to believe that Omega's going to live and maybe we're going to see her yeah. in a, a Mando or a Boba or something 
post Return of the Jedi where she's grown because she'd be, you know, in her thirties and her forties by that point. Well, no, she's same age as Boba. Yeah, she, yeah, she'd be, yeah, she'd be in her early thirties. Yeah, yeah, right on there. Yeah, she'd be, yeah, she would be ten years younger than Boba Fett, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like we'll see her again, but I feel like the rest of them are not going to make it. I don't think um, so, and maybe. I think it might happen. Yeah. I'm, I think it might happen in this grand revolt, um, where ultimately we know the clones aren't going to make it because they don't, because the stormtroopers, yeah. you know, 20 years on the stormtroopers are all there is as far as, mm-hmm. you know, what's, um, what's doing the big squeeze by the time we get to Andor, which is 10 years, 10, 10, I'm trying to remember time. So it's, it's basically anywhere between you know, seven and nine years after this, we've got Andor and, and the stormtroopers are starting to take things over. Um, mm-hmm. So they built them up and that period. We're not hearing about clones anymore. So yeah, they're I, gone. I can't remember. Is, I don't know if this is canon or not, but I, I, I thought at one point that it was like they started replacing clone troopers, but there were still some clones potentially underneath stormtrooper armor. And I can't remember if that was ever like officially canon or if it was just kind of like, you know, they phased out the clones, but if you wanted to stay in the army, you could and kind of like eventually kind of get phased out because they accelerated growth. They're only, I'll say good for a limited time anyway. So, you know, but you right. still have them hanging out. So a I can see Crosshair offer. doing that, yeah. right? Like I could see Crosshair yeah. just being like, no, I'm a soldier. I'm your soldier. Like right. good soldiers but follow orders. Like You're not going to get rid of me. Logically yeah, speaking, why would they not want the clone army? I feel like they right. probably right. did explain to some capacity, yeah. but why would they not? It's like you said, it's like a bunch of rednecks who are like, you know what? Yeah, we're going to do this. Like, okay, what kind of training do you have? Like mm. compared to some of the... To, to these guys, we're bred for that, you know, but we'll see. I do wonder, right. the clones who were arresting uh, Rampart in the Senate chambers, while mm. Palpatine is, like, telling them, like, yeah, you guys are useless, we're right. going to replace you, like, these guys would be like, what? <laughs> we're right here. <laughs> I can't hear. I can't hear. What did he say? It's yeah. not important. Oh, you want yeah, me to arrest him? Yeah, no thanks. I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, good soldiers follow orders, so I don't know what else I'm going to do. Yeah. It's either this or I'm going to be – you're going to be that one clone that Obi-Wan ran into who is – you know, you, you know, you have a veteran. He's holding his – collecting money in his helmet. You know, he's got a big old yeah. scraggly beard. So, yeah. Right, yeah, it puts a little bit more weight on that scene, eh? Like, oh, yeah, time. definitely. Yeah, like, I thought that was a great it. scene to add. I thought yeah. that was one of the right. best scenes in that entire show. Right. Yeah. And that totally. like this episode really put more more weight behind that of like forced right. retirement, you know, like just oh, yeah. literally yeah. discarded, right? And uh, I think it kind of seeing that, this, yeah, certainly like, a sad commentary on how we yeah. treat veterans in in this country and are in the in the USA. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is why I think it was yeah. such a, a powerful scene. But you think so? Seeing that, do we think that Senator Chuchi doesn't succeed in trying to you know fight for the clones' rights? Which is what I think, because if they were to have some sort of, you know, plan for after their them being decommissioned, mm-hmm. I don't know if we see that. I think it, it, I think Palpatine had no issue squeezing out one of his own top commanders. He's not going to give a crap about the Senate. He's the one who dev- oh, no. dissolves the Senate anyway. Right, yeah. Fifteen, you know, fifteen years after this, so he yeah. doesn't care about mm-hmm. it. Senate. Definitely, he'll, he'll blow them yeah. all up. And maybe the clones yeah. do fight back, and they're like, "All right, we're not going to give them anything." But then, right. We'll see. And yeah. Do we know if the inhibitor chips are limited to just Order sixty six? Like there could be a kill switch in there. Oh, like oh, the clones started an uprising. Kill switch. Yeah, all of them. Oh, the clones are all getting their, their, yep. their chips, right? They're like, all getting. It could they're be all just, getting bad. Some 
Yeah, mysterious disease. You know, Camino Part Two. Like it could, yeah, it could be that. Like, oh, you know, there our stormtroopers took out the rebel insurgent clone troopers, and they said, "Why the stormtroopers are really great? Look what they just did!" And a stormtrooper didn't have to fire a single shot because they just flipped that switch, and all the clones that haven't removed their inhibitor chips dropped dead instantly. Oh, well, how do you I explain that, that in the Senate, though? Too. How do you explain That's that in the Senate? <laughs> That they're yeah, like, oh yeah, they just they just all died, and yeah. they're like, well, why did they die? And be like, oh, because I put an inhibitor chip in their in their well, head. Well, it's the same reason. Like, oh, by... you know, it's all the Jedi. The Jedi just rebelled, and then uh, yeah. we had our clones had to kill them. So it'll be the same way. All the clones yeah. rebelled, so our brand rebelled. new super awesome stormtroopers had to kill them. It's just the way and, it goes. And we had no casualties. <laughs> no, exactly. Yes, exactly. That's, That's how good they are. That's good. how good these stormtroopers are. And then we had a they democracy cakewalk down Coruscant Boulevard and everybody, it was a big pizza yeah. party. It'll yeah. be fantastic. Right. I like to see uh, Senator uh, Chuchi, that's a new blue Padme that we have. Uh, n- nice to see, but yeah. we'll see how it goes. Oh yeah, I was getting very, very like strong Padme vibes from her. It was, uh, oh, definitely. Like a Padme Omega mix. I thought, I was like, like, like is this some yeah. kind of weird Omega clone? Because she's got the same voice. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, very similar. Um, well, let's wrap it up there, fellas. Uh, this has been this has cool. been awesome, uh, Louis. Thank you so much again for for coming to our rescue, for joining us once again. Uh, please, if you choose, if you want people to follow you, tell them where they can. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at dinsjarn three two seven. I don't remember any of my other handles, but it's okay because I <laughs> have not gotten a hang of TikTok. I've tried. Once I get printing, I'm hoping that I can. Um, mm-hmm. I'll post it in the comments of this video, uh, my other socials are, but, uh, again, yeah, of course it's a pleasure. Love, love being here. Um, whenever you guys are in a pinch like this, hit me up. If I'm available, you know, I'll, I'll be there. Cool. All right, well, thank we you, are, so you know, that's just the thing. We always do it at nine o'clock every other Monday. Cause that's the time Mark's got. And that's the time I've got with our, his schedule, my schedule. So yeah, I'll make sure that that's the time I got. So <laughs> cool. we appreciate cool, that cool, so cool. much. Man. That's, that's awesome. Uh, Charlie, tell people where they can find you. You got it. Well, I'm over on Twitter, largely, at the C3. Go ahead and spell it out. Uh, my lovely wife, April, and I do run the USS Grand Petoskey. That is one of the biggest chapters in the world of the United, uh, or say, excuse me, the Star Trek International Fan Club. I also run uh, Region 13, which is Michigan and Eastern Canada. So Mark belongs to me, if he, or he would if he'd like Star Trek. Um, but anyway, <laughs> hit, hit us up at a website of that name and across all socials if you're a Trekker want to connect with trekkers in your neighborhood i can help make it happen where do i start if i want to get into star trek dude uh let's talk offline (laughs) (laughs) but the short answer is the short answer is strange new worlds which is a show that's currently on all right great great entry to star trek perfect awesome we got several Star Trek mentions. Uh, no, no appearance from your cat, and I think we no, did make fun did. of so it's, it's did. almost an official episode. Yeah, uh, I did. I did. I oh, okay. I missed that completely. Yep. I must have been on a, a rant about something. Okay, so it is an official episode. We can end it. You can find me at the underscore Canardian on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and uh, pretty much everywhere else other than Hive, which I'm just Canardian. Uh, and you can always find me hanging out in our Secret Friends Unite Discord channel. Where again, let us know your dumb Star Wars ways to die. I am excited Please. by the answers we have so far, and uh, yeah, thanks again for for listening. Gotcha, cool. 
All right, right. friends. Always thanks for joining. I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and to keep on trucking. May the force be with you. Rex, play us out. All right, have a good one. That's a short one. That's fine. That's good. That's all. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.